0: To another episode of the Grind Podcast where I talk hunting, entrepreneurship, and the daily grind and what it takes to earn success. I'm your host, Eric Van Workham. Uh, today we have Aaron with us. How are we doing?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Good. What's been on your mind?
1: Um, you got a Fit Aid next to you here. Yeah. What do you think of those?
0: Dude, these will completely wean me off energy drinks. Like this one doesn't even have caffeine. Yeah, it's got it zero. No, it doesn't. 40. Not this one. No. Oh, yes, yeah. it does. Gosh, dang it. I just have to say, we take you off energy drinks. <laughs> okay, but still, take these off energy drinks. Forty milligrams of caffeine is all it has. I've I've been drinking two Celsius's a day. Now I'm not going to drink any.
1: Mountain Tough introduced us to yeah. him.
0: Yeah, Mountain Tough. Thank you, Ryan, Nate, Wes, Dustin, Dustin. Missing any? Sarah. Sarah. And all the other guys there that helped, uh, <laughs> helped us here. Dude, I, when I saw The Wizard, which is when you uh, almost enter the next world because your body's in complete shock from getting your butt kicked, uh, this brought me back to life in a matter of minutes. I'm drinking the Citrus Medley Fit Aid. Glucosamine, QOQ10, Omega-3s, Quercetin, vitamins B, C, D, E. D3E, terminal collectorized BCA, zero sugar. Anyways, 40 grams.
1: Do you like them? Yeah, I liked that one in particular.
0: When was the last energy drink you've drank?
1: Um, I had something yesterday. What did I have? No idea. Probably a orange Monster Zero. Oh.
0: How does those make you feel?
1: Uh, doesn't really give me any energy, but they taste good. I like orange
0: orange is good all right moving on uh 12 days podcast this is day number three we had someone win a uh mule deer country hoodie 2.0 i gave them a code to redeem it why did you rename that from the bucking hoodie on the website because it
1: says mule deer country on it
0: but he's but there's a mule deer a skeleton riding a buck mule deer and over here on this uh container it says bucking they just there he is out. playing mind games with everyone. They in made shipping.
1: it up. I didn't tell him to put that. Peyton
0: he's playing mind games with people I in never said
1: again. to name it bucking hoodie.
0: They put that on there?
1: Yeah, she just did that because I there's, liked buck There's, and there's hoodie. a deer bucking. We can change it.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it's a buck. Anyways. Someone won that. Wow, what was his name? Hold on. He pulled my phone. What was that guy's screenshot? Sorry, man. I already forgot
1: uh what the name. oh, Graham.
0: Graham. Graham won. Uh, We had someone else write in. Was it Cody? That other guy? guy, Derek, Derek, thanks for writing in, man. You're the man. Um, Appreciate your support. He said, uh, regardless of clout, he still supports us. It means a lot, man. (laughs) Not sure what that means, but I think I know. (laughs) But anyways, we appreciate you. Uh, So here's how you win. Uh, Leave a review on either Apple or Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening, screenshot it, send it to me, E-R-I-K at MuleyFreak.com. We're giving a hoodie away every single day. All you got to do is screenshot that, tell us a favorite part you liked about this podcast, and, and we'll be sure to send you a hoodie. I'll pick a winner. Uh, 12 days of podcast, here we go, day number three. All right, I want to talk about some about something that is mm, relevant to a lot of folks, uh, especially probably a lot of folks that listen to our podcast podcast. And that is balancing family and hunting. I think we talked, we had a podcast about how there's not balance here and you and I debated back and forth, but, uh, I want to talk about how you did this year, kind of going back and forth between family and hunting. Like how, how, how was that for you? Take me, take me inside Aaron and Taylor's home and tell me how that
1: was. Um, Taylor said this was the best year, which is good. I think the reason why is the first part of the year was a lot lighter. Um, So we had the, I did back-to-back archery hunts, which was quite a bit, but then I had a pretty good break there for a little bit. Whereas last year I did archery and then I filmed you on an elk hunt, I filmed Clint's elk hunt. I filmed Tyler's mountain goat hunt. Dang. Into my own muzzleloader hunt, into my own rifle hunt. Um, and so I think last year, where I just, it was busy from start to finish. This year was, I tried to make the first part of it a little bit lighter. I knew I had drew some tags that were late season. Um, and so I, I just tried to make it more enjoyable in the beginning. And so, was it I more said enjoyable? It worked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way more enjoyable.
0: So you know, it's funny you say that. Um, so that was that was on purpose. Yes. So I went light this year too. I was like, man, I want to focus on what I do have and make them the very best. And I I still had an OTC tag uh, here for archery elk my home state. Uh, went out for three four days. Didn't do too well there. Had bulls I could have stocked or went in on, but uh, ultimately uh, passed up. I did get one stock. Haven't been out for the late season, but man just killing Tron early, um, really allowed me to focus on the business. And that's what I did. And that was one of my goals this year was to grow the business and really elevate the business. And I know I couldn't do that being gone a hundred days in the fall. And I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. Um, I've also learned that there's other ways to get content versus going on a hunt every week, if that makes sense. And it's really, it's quality over quantity me at this point. Um, I'll have soon to be six children. Uh, you have a little girl due January 15th. Uh, that wasn't the plan. It was a complete su- surprise. And then in addition, uh, we bought a new warehouse, bought a new home, and we've been moving all during this time. So <laughs> it's been absolute madness, but it's been necessary steps for the business to grow. And the business has grown and we've had more support uh, than ever before. Sure, we've had a lot of hardships. Uh We've had manufacturing hiccups, if you will, but uh, the point was we were, and there was actually two tags I didn't even go out on this year, just didn't have time. Um, and I, and I got those just because I could. And just in case I did have some free time, but it didn't allow it. And I was able to focus more on what was most important this year after that, after that buck hunt. And that was family and the business.
1: Yeah. Now, I think in the past too, where you've drugged everyone around so much, I think you know you wore out yourself. I think you wore out, you know, it's not wear out, but you know, you just get spread thin. Yeah, and then that's a good way to put it. And then some, and then you're not ex- excellent at anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think in general, you know, saying quality over quantity, I, I think there's a lot to be said about that in itself. Where you know, you're putting a lot of effort into, you know, two or three tags rather than, you know, medium effort into a whole bunch of tags. And then that, that bleeds out into, you know, your business and family and so on and so forth.
0: Yeah. And I, I will say my wife was really appreciative. Uh, she was more willing, and she's always willing, but she was, there was less friction when it was time for me to leave. It was like, oh, go. You know, there was less strings attached and, and less less friction, put it that way. And that was, that, I was able to get my mind right before I was leaving because there was less, um, I don't want to say contention, but friction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yep. And I I think um, for me, it's been like, for example, helping you last year on your health, hunt, going straight to Clint's, going straight to Tyler's. Like, it was just then, too much. And then I did two days of muzzle. Like it was back to back to back to back. If you can, what I've noticed with with my wife is if I can, Put a week and a half in between hunts, or two weeks. Two weeks, like, man. It's week and really, a half. it's really. Well, what I'm saying is, in the past, I haven't done. I've went right. five days with you, and then I went four days with Clint, and then I went another five days. If I can put a couple weeks in between, like that, allows her to re- be refreshed, and and everything at home can get back into order. So, yep. and when things aren't in order at your house, you can't you can't hunt the way you should too. Yeah, so. you
0: can you can't be hyper focused on. Um, you can, but it's harder to be hyper-focused when you're out hunting.
1: Yeah. You can, if you don't, you don't give a (laughs) truck.
0: Well, especially when your cell phone dings, you got service and then you get flood of text messages and voicemails coming through from your wife or emails that you need to take care of because you've been gone or dude, it becomes overwhelming at that point.
1: Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I mean, I still did a ton like back-to-back archery hunts. I filmed the veteran elk hunt. Then I did my own muzzleloader hunt, my own rifle hunt, and then I did the veteran deer hunt at the first of the month. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then you know Colorado and everything else in between. So yeah. it was still busy, but you know, allowing that time in between to you know get refreshed and to get things back in order helps a lot for yeah.
0: me. And definitely, and I still did plenty of hunting too. Like it was less about me and more about others. For example, uh, we took that youth hunter um, out hunting, two youth hunters actually. Uh, One was a charity youth hunt. The other one was uh, just a buddy his his son came out for a hunt. It was my wife killed an absolute slammer buck, which was a last day heroics that we're still still a little bit shocked over. I'm looking at my home screen on my computer with you sitting in front of the buck on the side-by-side, and I'm like, holy smokes, I can't believe we killed that thing.
1: We didn't really have time to process it because we went straight from there to Colorado. Yeah. And And it was like hard to, yeah, we never really got a, really process it as much as we wanted to (laughs) yeah
0: and then yeah we didn't and then you killed your giant um and you know i had we both had elk tags on that hunt and we didn't fill them we could have but we didn't want to um we had plenty of meat we didn't need to fill a tag just to fill a tag uh we didn't force the oh they're just killing stuff to get content like we could have we didn't we just we didn't feel like it was necessary and that i think that's kind of a sign of maturity in your hunting especially if you do what we do Um, it's not about whacking and stacking, uh, maybe when I was younger, but maybe I've turned a page in my maturity book, but it's more about the experience. Yeah. There's a time and need to get food, but, um, if I don't need the meat, I'm trophy hunting a lot of times or trying to do the best in the unit that I'm giving. Yeah. Like if I know there's bigger bulls around, I'm not going to shoot just anything. And if I can't find anything bigger and I don't know if there's bigger bulls around, I'm just going to, just going to strike the card. I'm out, you know? Yeah. And the, the goal there was to kill your big Colorado deer, and we accomplished that. Yeah, we thought that we would kill a couple bulls, but we just couldn't find where those big ones were tucked into and we didn't have enough time to
1: Yeah. And in hindsight we wish we wouldn't have got elk tags and we would have just went straight to Nebraska yeah. hunted Mule Deer game because yep. that's what's on our brain and yep. that's what we've been wanting to hunt.
0: Yeah, that's our that's our passion. Like
1: elk's just kinda I mean elk are awesome and everything, but they're kinda they're definitely second to Mule Deer.
0: They're definitely second. And the they were always like a close second for me. Like at times I thought, man, you know, it's almost there First place, but like years went on, it's not close. I love it. Uh, if I can hunt big bulls, but you can't do that every year, uh, or it's very hard to. And I say, you know, a raghorn sucks almost just as bad as a big mature bull because they're still huge, yeah, especially yep. when you're deep in the backcountry, you know.
1: Yep, yeah, and unless you need the meat, it's not worth it. Yeah, if you need the meat, great, shoot it and. Put it in your freezer, but if yeah. you don't need it. And,
0: and my dad later, he's like, did you get an elk? <laughs> yeah. He get an elk? He's mad at us. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. He goes, well, I could have used the meat. I'm like, well, you didn't say that.
1: Clint was upset too.
0: Yeah. If, if we'd have known that, we'd have killed one of those bulls and given it and donated it to family members. But we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. And then my buddy donated his moose meat. And so we had some extra moose meat. And I'm like, man, I don't need an elk plus half a moose, you know? Uh, that was another hunt we got to do. Danny, my buddy, killed uh, on his Archery Super Slam, number 28 of his North American 29. So I spent a week helping him just to help him out. And, uh, yeah, so it was less about us and, and more about others. Yeah, Aaron and I still killed two of our biggest bucks, and maybe that's why we killed our biggest bucks ever, including my wife. Uh, funny story about my wife's. Peyton and I were up there. You weren't there that day, but we are going around. She's like, we're like – you know, we passed this four-point that was close to, the, close to the old farmhouse there. And uh, she's like, well, I've been I've praying for a, a six-point with eye guards. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, babe, I've been up here for three weeks straight, and I hadn't even seen a four-point, just so <laughs> you know. Actually, I'd seen one four-point. One four-point is all I'd seen. She's like, "I on a six-point, we laughed. Next day, lo and behold, she had said a prayer, and we kill a –
1: Eight by seven or eight, seven by six or seven by like six
0: that. or eight by seven or however you want to look at it. I'm like, you're freaking kidding. <laughs> so uh God rewards righteous women as Aaron said. Yeah, it's we're still plenty busy. I still have a cow elk tag. Uh so I wanna usually I do my annual uh Antelope hunt with my little girls or my two oldest girls. I'm debating on taking Jersey. She's she's a wild little sucker. But uh <laughs> I drew a cow elk tag here in Utah, so Hmm. Maybe during the winter doldrums, we'll head up there and kill a cow, uh, and and have some fun. It's always fun, like on the break, to do something like that, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe post Christmas we can head up there.
0: Yeah, or just before or something. Yeah, when things start to slow down. We also
1: down. have uh, Nebraska deer tax that are still good. Yeah. So, <laughs> and
0: I, I honestly really like to fill those. So, what? So, next question I have written down here: What do you feel like you learned the most this year? Like, what were some of your biggest takeaways.
1: Hmm. Well, one of them. So I went out on my own, uh, my own Utah tag and I passed, I don't know, 60 bucks, 50, 60 bucks. That must've
0: been really hard for you.
1: I, it was cause I don't like, I don't like not feeling a tag. And so, but at the same time, I, I had already, you know, I set in my heart, I was going to shoot a really big one. And so, and don't get me wrong, I saw two or three bucks that I would have shot almost anywhere anytime. Like they were nice bucks, like pushing 170s on one or two of them and then there was just a couple old mature bucks that were really cool. And those are the bucks I like. Cuz to me, age No, not really cool no freaking cool there you go um eric likes to make Fain, fun of me over there because like his head. six years ago i said freaking cool and they really liked yeah, that Yeah,
0: he, so. he only said that one time
1: too yeah well show me proof that i said it more anyway um there were there were a couple bucks that that had age and to me age is a is a score in itself. Like I 100%. really pride myself in shooting an old deer. I had two, seven and a half year old bucks in a row. Um, and now a third this year. Um, but yeah, age is awesome. So when I see, when I see bucks that I'm passing that are old too, I'm like, ah, it's not easy for me. But anyway, so one of the first lessons I learned is, you know, passing smaller bucks to shoot a big buck. Yeah. And so not only did I do that in Utah past 50, 60 bucks there, but Um, in Colorado on the first or second day, we had like a really handsome 160 buck type buck, 165 buck. And it was like, man, we're not seeing a a lot of deer. And we're like, this might be a a good deer to shoot. I might not get another chance at another one, blah, blah, blah. But we passed it, right? Right. And we shoot a 200 inch buck. So one of the first takeaways, you know, you can't shoot a big buck if you shoot a smaller buck, which you hear that all the time. But I mean, it's, it's true, true. <laughs> it's, it's just, true. It's a fact, and so. that
0: that was a learning that had to have been a learning lesson. Like the fact that we shot that buck or didn't shoot that buck is the reason you shot your giant,
1: yeah, hundred percent. How many
0: times could that have happened over your the length of your hunting career at least another time or two? Yeah, maybe not quite the same level of giant, but like maybe a significant buck,
1: yeah, for sure,
0: because you ended up shooting something a little early, right. who knows? But I would guess I, w- I would guess that was a teaching point. Yeah. It taught for sure. me something.
1: Yeah. And I put I think I had like my again, I think it helped that my freezer was full this year too. Um, you know, getting you gifting me with half a moose and things like that that helped me where I didn't feel like I had to um had to fill it. But anyway, yeah, that that was a one of my number one learning lessons. Just mm. if you want to shoot a really big buck and that's on your heart, which it has been on mine. You can't shoot a smaller buck.
0: Yeah. So when you didn't shoot a big buck on that first time of the year, and then the muzzleloader came, you didn't kill one, and then the rifle came, you didn't kill one, walk me inside your mind. You're like-
1: <laughs> Drove me crazy.
0: Were you like, maybe I should have shot this no. buck, or I just know I need to be patient?
1: I never regretted not shooting any of the deer I saw, but there were like probably four bucks that I that I really liked because they had age on them. And, and like- a four by four with a seven-inch dagger coming off the back end. Like, when do you shoot something like that? And I pass that, and it's like, oh, well, he's probably only like a 145, 150 buck, but he's he's got age on him, and he's he's rad. And then there were a couple other deer that was su- were super old. So my point is, it wasn't easy, but I I never regretted passing those deer. Um, but again, it wasn't easy. So <laughs>
0: one takeaway: passing some deer.
1: Pass smaller bucks to shoot a shoot a big one
0: okay what else did you learn? That was that's like one number one give me at least two more
1: I don't know you just said it and and this isn't something I learned this year but I've always felt like when you help others yeah it, it comes back around to you and so I mean again that that was really prevalent this year just because I did end up with a freaking awesome buck yeah um but I've, I've, I've felt like that for, you know, a long time where you help others, good things happen to you. Yeah. So did the
0: veterans, did some youth hunts. Yeah. Janessa.
1: Yeah. And we've been, we've been doing veteran and, uh, you know, youth and disabled hunts for five, six, seven years now. And so, um, I've just always really enjoyed that. And I think, so number three is, I think I have just as much fun or more fun helping someone else hunt. Yeah. And it, it really helps me like bring the joy of hunting back. When you see somebody yeah, just elated that, that they shot something, either their first deer or their biggest deer or whatever, like there's nothing like that. Like all these veterans that come out, this is their f- first meal deer. There's not a veteran that has come out that hasn't like the veteran that shot that nice four point. Like he just, he, I've never seen someone so happy and so grateful, um, yeah that he just shot it, shot his first buck. Yeah. it's pretty cool. So, um, I, I, number three, if, if you've lost your joy of hunting, like take somebody else out, help somebody else out on a hunt. Um, especially, you know, getting youth involved in, or, or helping someone that maybe's physically impaired or something, you'll find, you'll find your joy of hunting again by doing that. Yeah.
0: And if you're sad or otherwise miserable or depressed, take someone else hunting or, or shoot, go do something. Go nice. serve someone else. Yeah. yeah. Go do something nice for somebody.
1: Oh, huh, yeah. what else? You looking for something specific? No, please? no, no. Okay. Not at all. Just trying to think, what else? What else did I learn specifically?
0: deer, helping others, which you already knew. Um, Not stacking too much on back-to-back, which you kind of said already. Yeah. Did you learn anything filming-wise? M- maybe I'll get specific there. Cameras, audio, shots. Cinematography.
1: Hmm, I'm trying to think of something specific.
0: What about fitness or gear? Aha, we talked about one yesterday that you learned. That a nice sleeping pad and sleeping oh, yeah, bag yeah, yeah, is yeah. way nicer than a, a quilt and a and a pad with an R value of one point four. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've had. I don't
0: know how he didn't literally freeze that. I always wonder why. How does he get I've dressed so fast? Oh, it's because he wears every layer to bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I Eric helped me upgrade my uh, my both my sleeping bag and pad this year, and it made a huge difference. So kept it lightweight, um, and and yeah, a much better R value on the pad, the sleeping bag, much warmer. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially once I got the, the muzzleloader hunt I went on was at 10,000 feet and it's, sn- it snowed. And then that late season hunt, it was like, I don't know, eight degrees. And then we got like four or five inches of snow dumped on us. So, and I wasn't even cold, which is, which is pretty crazy. Which is um, nice. That's nice. Yeah. And, and when you're comfortable. The harder I've,
0: you can go, the more comfortable yeah, you are.
1: You, c- you can hunt a lot, a lot more, um, effectively. Kind of like when your fitness
0: is in check. Yeah. You can go harder.
1: Yep. hundred percent. So yeah, I definitely upgraded, um, a bunch of equipment. I, I also got a new, uh, tent from black Ovis lightweight, that tiger UL, huh. um, big Agnes, big Agnes. Uh, I really liked that. So I've, I noticed on the Tron video, a lot of people were asking about, uh, the teepee one thing, like one guy wrote in and he's like, you know, in, in your, in the video, you're, you're bailing water out, right? Cause it's, it's a teepee. So it's open you know, on, right. on the bottoms. And it's a dang good thing. We had a, a floor in it, right? Cause that helped. Um, but it's still, you know, let in anyway, the guy said like, that's why I don't do teepees. And it's like, well, there's pros and cons, right? So it's like teepees, you get a lot more, um, space and room inside, which is really nice. Like we, you can fit four guys. I mean, it's tight. Three's really comfortable, but in a, in a tent, you're not near as comfortable. There's not as much room. So that was just one thing where I used a both consistently. Um, yeah, the floor is nice, but the teepees have a ton of, ton of space. So, which is nice. Three guys in gear in a four man's pretty tight though. Yeah. I didn't feel like it was too crowded. Do that in a tent, in a four man tent. You'll, it's 10 times more crowded.
0: Yeah. You can, you can use the sides and it helps.
1: I mean, yeah, but the, I would still. You can't. St- you can't even sit up without your head hitting the top. Like, it, I like teepees. it is nice. That I, is nice. I like teepees personally, but anyway, I ran those a lot um, on multiple hunts, both tents and teepees. So that was just one one thing of input there.
0: Gotcha. So that's your gear learnings. Um, how do you think you grew as a human, and how did you grow as a hunter? So two things there.
1: Um, I I would say first as a hunter like you can go so much harder and farther than you think so meant your mental capacity so and and maybe going hard on fitness has helped me with that but like where i hunt i've gone way farther and harder there than i ever have before i'm like man i i don't like in prior years i'm like there's no way i'll ever end up over there and where did i end up there and past it and so number one i think is you know get push yourself, get your mentals right. Like if, if you're working out, isn't just so you're physically capable when you're there, it's actually to like push your and grow your mental capacity because you're like, Oh man, I can do that. Right. And so, yeah, I'd say number one is a hunter. Um, you can go farther than you think a lot farther and a lot harder. So don't be Don't be scared of getting somewhere or going after a certain animal because of where it's at.
0: Kind of like that Goggins 40% rule. It's like you ain't even at your 40% mark. Yeah. You got 60% left in the tank. Easily. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just all mental. Right. And so, um, yeah, as a a hunter there.
0: How'd you grow as a human? As a human? Human.
1: How did I grow as a human? I don't know. Great question.
0: Did you become more patient? Did you become more understanding? Did you
1: I think just in general over this year like I think I've grown in in the aspect of like and I don't know if this has anything to do with hunting or it's just what I've been learning from what I've been dealt with, but just being non-judgmental and understanding of others. Yeah. It's like you have no idea what someone else is, is going through. Like you get flipped off on the freeway like what happened to that? Did his wife leave him this morning? Did it like, yeah. I, I don't know. I They just get fired. Yeah. It's like, but so I've been a lot less quick to judge others. And that's something that I think Taylor's really good at. And that she's like, calm down. You know, you don't know what they're. Yeah, And, and so anyway, I've learned that this year and it's, it's been on my mind consistently. Like and obviously, what we've been through too. It's like, right. you, do you really know what what's going on? Type yeah. of a thing. So, being being slow to uh, to judgment.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm cast zero judgments type of guy, and I used to be super judgmental, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago. Like there was a recent story where this writer had shot this girl's buck, and I got ten, twenty DMs. What do you think? I can't believe you just like this person's post, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I didn't even see what it was. I went back and read it. I was like, oh, oops. I said, you're siding with him? I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. Then I looked into it. And so like, what do you think? I said to this, we weren't there. We don't know. Like, I'm sure her side versus his side, I'm sure it's a matter of perspective and how they saw things and how she saw things and how he said things. Bottom line, we weren't there. So who are we to say or who are we to judge we shouldn't we can't so it's like we just don't know what other people gone through we don't know what's really going on we don't know what's in their head who are for we to decide whether uh we should be mad at them or think ill about them or whatever we can't we don't know what what's isn't that one of, what did Jesus do he I know we've talked about this before but he draws a circle around the uh what did you call it? Not the harlot.
1: Yeah, are you talking about casting a stone?
0: Yeah, the the woman who supposedly committed adultery. Y- yeah, everyone's pointing fingers at. Us. He's like, well, man, he who's without sin, why don't you you why don't you be the first cast stone? Yeah, they all left. I just think we should be that. There's a way that, that's timeless, right? That was how many thousand years ago.
1: Long time ago. Long
0: time ago, and I don't know. I just think we should be that. That's cool that you learned that. Yeah. Um. What was the hardest point of your season, like where you were tried the most?
1: Hmm, The hardest point. Um, it was probably on just the general general rifle hunt.
0: Um, were you getting depressed? Were you getting hard on yourself? You hadn't turned up that buck you wanted. You yeah, been out there how many not, days? Yeah, I'd shot a giant. Tyler shot a nice deer. You're like, why? You like, why not me?
1: Yeah, I'd probably been out. 17 days or something total 17 18 days on that total anyway yeah just didn't i was frustrated i wasn't finding another buck and the, you know another big buck and i'd put so much time in there i was really just frustrated because i know there's i know somewhere in there there's a nice buck and i couldn't find him i didn't turn him up and yeah it's just a it's a grind of a hunt so it's it's physically tough and then it becomes mentally tough when you spend so much time and can't find what you're looking for and it 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 weighs on you, you know. Did you think,
0: geez, I've wasted my time up here?
1: No, nope, never thought that. Um, definitely never thought I wasted my time. But like, God, why can't I turn something up? Why isn't it, it? Why hasn't it been in the cards? It's like I put, you know, I put the work in. Why? And then, uh, and then you think retroactively, and you're like, okay, I saw a lot of nice bucks. I just decided to pass them. Yeah, I didn't find the exact one I wanted, but that's not how life works. You don't always get what no, you want. It's
0: tough if you let your mind take you down that tunnel of Negative thoughts. Yeah, you can't. Like, you can't let. You can't let your mind go there because then it compounds. You. You just start thinking all sorts of negative thoughts.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, in all reality, I I could have killed again four or five bucks that like people would that ninety five percent of people would be elated with because um, they were nice bucks, nice mature, um, freaking cool bucks. <laughs> um, anyway. we shot some
0: freaking cool bucks this year, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Three of them be exact yep Four. so i'd say that Four. was a Tyler shot a freaking cool buck that thing yeah it was he did 28 inches wide yep huh what a fantastic season what a year of learning what a fantastic year uh, at, here at mealy freak like i said I've been saying this one of our biggest best years ever uh best fiscal year ever best black friday best cyber monday um the channel is absolutely blown up uh thanks to all the publicity so it's been awesome so um we're super grateful for all the support. Definitely learned a lot of lessons this year and we're continually growing and trying to be better. So it was interesting hearing some of your takeaways and how you grew as an individual. Uh and it was also fun hearing about your hardest part of the season. You know, you've been working so hard to kill that buck and you know, we can cover this on a different podcast, but like what about when you almost squandered that big buck? Or thought you did at least. Yeah. You yeah. thought you did. You're like, Man, he's right in my lap and I screwed it up. That's, <laughs> Yeah. I was never worried about it for the record. I was calm and cool because I knew it was fine. For some reason, I just I just knew we were going to find him. I didn't think we'd find him like that. But uh I you had to have been thinking like, dude, I just really screwed this up.
1: Yeah, I mean, yes, and I finally well, got the
0: opportunity I've been waiting for for 15 years.
1: Yeah, but I didn't know that first off, I didn't know the buck was that big. So, I didn't think like no, that. No,
0: none of us quite knew.
1: But you, I knew it was an, I knew it was a nice buck. I was thinking maybe a how 180 did I, buck.
0: Yeah, how did I screw this? Well, Peyton felt bad because he screwed up double-tapped. And then I remember what you said to him specifically, hey, man, don't be too on yourself. I screwed up too. Yeah,
1: and so, yeah, obviously I would have – but, like, again, the circumstances, like three minutes before legal shooting, like, you know, basically having to offhand because he's at 80 yards and he's moving, like, it was also a tough situation. But, yeah, obviously I would have liked to have just – shot him and he dropped right there (laughs) but also if we would have went you know 10 more yards we can cover it on another one but we could have recovered him that night no problem
0: but the disappointment you must have felt that night going to bed yep like i said i wasn't worried and you probably didn't see me worried i I i wasn't worried i knew it was gonna work out but uh i don't and honestly you were a little bit worried but i don't think you were that shaken up i mean I felt yeah, like you were I'm pretty composed for the most part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought. You handled it well. Based based on all the blood we saw and stuff, I was like, I think we'll find him. But yeah.
0: He started to bleed more there towards the end. Oh, Not yeah. re- there well, were, there Even s- before
1: that, there were yeah. a couple big piles. But the tree. But three, four
0: times, we almost couldn't follow him. It took all three of us.
1: Yeah. But that's typical trying to find blood. Looking Can back.
0: Can be. Can be for sure. Uh, Anyways, we're going to wrap up this one. Here's day number three of 12 Days of Podcasts. Again, if you'd like to win, email me, Eric, with a K, E-R-I-K, at mealyfreak.com. Tell me the favorite favorite part of this podcast. Leave a screenshot and uh, leave a suggestion on a podcast. We're going to be doing a lot of podcasts here in the next few days, nine more to be exact. Uh, Be sure to subscribe, take a screenshot of that review, and you'll be entered to win. Thanks for all the support. Catch you on the next one.